Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Well, obviously, uh, Erica, it's, uh, <laughs> this is uh, becoming balloon gate, I guess we could call it. Uh, <laughs> what, what we need is, uh, you know, to recover uh, these objects, as the, the Pentagon's call them, and, and figure out uh, first where they're from and if possible what their uh, source is. Let's be clear about two things. I argue that the federal government does know where they're from and isn't telling us. I can accept this. I can accept this because maybe there'll be a time to tell us. But when you're shooting down all of these objects, you weren't shooting down things prior, you lead people to ask questions. Lots and lots and lots of questions. Four shoot down so far, but three of them appropriate. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Guys, good to be with you. Good to be back in the saddle at home. I was in Houston uh, for a few days. The Woodlands, Texas is where I, I was. It's good to be back. It was Friday. As I'm uh, sitting there, I believe I, I was uh, smoking a Davidoff Millennium. When you learned, or when I learned, of the object over Alaska, 40,000 feet in the air, believed to be something that could interfere with commercial travel, shot down, fell to the ice below. I believe the reporting referred to as the frozen water below. uh, We call that ice, but neither here nor there. Then it was a story about Canada, and you're like, Okay, well, maybe the thing was actually, you know, had crossed over Canada. Oh, no, no, this was a whole nother object that was tracked over Canada, received attention from both the Canadian Air Force and the U.S. Air Force. It was actually a U.S. fighter plane that shot it down. What is the object? Uh, I don't know. And that led to just, I believe, was it yesterday? Over Lake Huron at 20,000 feet. Do we need our maps? Let's go get to our maps, people. Lake Huron, one of the Great Lakes, right there off of Michigan. In case you were wondering where it was. Lake Huron, um, they're separating. Is is it Lake Huron? There it is. And, and the Georgian Bay. Yeah. Yeah, I got it right. Because you've got Huron on one side, and then you have Lake Superior on the other side. You deal with it. You've got Lake Huron, Lake Michigan, Lake Superior. Boom, boom, boom. Then you've got Erie and Ontario that, that get you, you know, parts of Ohio into Pennsylvania, and then New York with Lake Ontario. You're Great Lakes, people. You might want to A map is important. And you notice that these objects all have some kind of Canadian connection. You think they're from Canada? No, I don't think they're from Canada. You think they're being launched in a way to look at Canada and they're ending up in the United States? I have no idea. And this is where all of the rumor mill stuff and all the speculation stuff becomes highly, highly dangerous and damaging. I don't know what these things are, and I don't know who's sending them. Would I believe it's China? Well, of course I would believe it's China. 
Only a holy damn fool would trust China. You trust the Communist Chinese Party, you're a member of the Communist Chinese Party. That's, those are the facts. If you trust that party, you are a member of that party. What are these things? What is their purpose? I wish I had an answer, but I don't. Do I believe that the Chinese are responsible? I could say that, but I still don't know. The Chinese are responsible for two things. First, their reaction to these things being shot down, where their military, where, where, where their media says, oh, look at that Joe Biden. He's shooting down balloons. He's afraid of balloons. They're so silly, those Americans. And you realize the extent to the um, propaganda war that's at play here. Then you learn about how they're accusing the United States of having 10, 10 balloons in Chinese airspace. Well, the first thing you should say to yourself is, is that's a lie. The first thing you should say to yourself is that that's a lie. And this question got asked of John Kirby. See, the Pentagon spokesperson, I never remember his his true job. Follow this just for a moment. Uh, Lemire, want to get your reaction to some breaking news out of Beijing just in the last hour or two. The foreign ministry there has accused the United States since the start of 2022 of flying balloons uh, 10 different times over Chinese airspace. Can you uh, respond to that accusation? Not true. Not doing it. Just absolutely not true. So the U.S., let me just push you a little further then. So the U.S. is not using these balloons technologies at all over China? That is right. We are not flying balloons uh, over China. That is absolutely true. Okay. And then lastly, then, just as will there be this, will that viewpoint be expressed directly to Beijing beyond here on the friendly confines of Morning Joe? Uh, when, when do the next conversations start between Washington and Beijing over a matter that's clearly inflaming tensions between the two countries? Well, two points there, Jonathan. First of all, we still have diplomatic relations with China. We still have an embassy there. It's not like all communications between us and the PRC have shut down. Obviously, there are certain vehicles like military to military vehicles, which are not open to us right now. And that's unfortunate. Uh, But we do have the ability to communicate directly with uh, Chinese leaders. And we have uh, in private settings about our concerns over that uh, that spy balloon. Now, I must admit that I think Kirby handled this well, and he could have handled it stronger. What's wrong with you? Why are you pushing Chinese propaganda? It's not a news story. It's Chinese propaganda, and you're utilizing it the way they wish you would as a news story. Disgusting. What's wrong with you? That's how it should be handled. Because in this case, the media is absolutely wrong. That's not a story. Some Chinese commie pinko lying freak child throws out the idea, well, there are 10 balloons from the United States crossing Canada. It's a lie because it came from the Communist Chinese Party. It is not to be questioned or or, or repeated as a question because it's a lie. This I find very frustrating.
The idea that somehow we have got a group of people that won't accept the fact that China lies will utilize their conversations as, hmm, something we should investigate, and therefore perpetuating and trying to, to, to more brutally deliver the lie. Because, oh, it comes from the U.S. Uh, media must be serious. You repeating commie folklore is just nuts. Just absolutely nuts. It's gross. It is gross to me that this could even be brought up. And again, this is Morning Joe. This is Morning Joe. Can I just remind you that you, this used to be kind of like an important show. They've 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 given up. They've absolutely positively given up. This was, so after all that Q and A, it goes back to Joe Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski, and they're doubling down. <laughs> Just a vintage Kirby. Not true. No balloons. No balloons. The, the, well, the, the, the quote is, the quote is, we, we are not flying balloons over China. Okay. Uh, and, and so uh, let, let's move from balloons and China and unidentified objects flying. So are they praising him or are they mocking him or are they still questioning it? Don't ever listen to the communist Chinese. I cannot say it enough. Everything they say is a lie. Everything they do is a lie. Everything they they share is a lie. Trust none of it, and you will be better off. That said, is it China that sent over these objects? I have no clue. Because we don't know what the objects are. We don't understand uh, how... uh, Were they floating? Were they flying? Were they being controlled? By what? At what range? How are they staying in the air? A lot of questions. Tremendous number of questions with, unfortunately, very, very few answers. But we're going to get more of them. Uh, Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army, be with us soon to break it down. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. So we're following a story out of New York where a a guy driving a U-Haul driving around Brooklyn hit three uh, pedestrians. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today it's good uh, to be uh, with you. Uh, The suspect apprehended in Sunset Park, according to a councilman, Justin Brannon. Several people were hit and badly injured. We have no idea of motives at this time, but this wasn't an accident. So you do have some idea of motive. And now, now, don't you? You have some idea of motive. Uh, This is not the first time where uh, someone in a truck has done Damage has gone about trying to hurt people, uh, kill people. We we saw this at the 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 Christmas parade in Wisconsin. We have seen this in 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 New York. No one ever talks about car violence. No one ever 
discusses it. They'll all talk about gun violence from now until the end of time. But they do not talk about car violence. Just like when you you see a, a stabbing that takes place, no one talks about knife violence. It doesn't get discussed. But you 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 get to hear about this this idea of gun violence. It is to me uh, Im- imperative, imperative that we honestly address the things that we're seeing, and we don't allow people this th- their their desire. In saying, well, we do this because it, it, it's easy to denigrate that, but we just avoid the other things altogether. Can't avoid the other things altogether. Let me give you an example in another realm. If you follow me on Twitter at Tony Katz, you saw me share this about the Arizona governor, Katie Hobbs. Anybody who voted for Katie Hobbs, embarrassing. Oh, Carrie Lake was an unacceptable candidate. Whatever you say, Katie Hobbs is a child wouldn't debate, barely ran a campaign. Carrie Lake bothered the people of Arizona so much that Katie Hobbs won? You know, the people who are like, I'm uh, I'm confused or just, you know, suspicious about this election, they're right. It's super weird. Katie Hobbs. If maybe Democrats had run a real person, maybe. Katie Hobbs. But Katie Hobbs is doing an interview with Shannon Bream. And Shannon Bream is going to town on Hobbs. Some she opposes school choice even though she went to private school herself. Growing up as a kid, Katie Hobbs, the governor of Arizona, went to private school. But wait till you hear how she defends her going to private school and how she well, makes the same old statement about public schools. Check this out. A reference there to the private Catholic mm-hmm. high school that you went to. Yeah. So why shouldn't all students have a chance at what you said was so important in your own life? Look, I grew up in a working class family. This was well before any of this um, of public assistance for private school existed. And my parents made that choice. I begged them to send me to public school. Um, and we sacrificed a lot. There were times in my family that we were on food stamps. Um, and so it wasn't it was a choice that they made, um, and they struggled to to make that choice. Um, what I want is for every public, every student in the state of Arizona, no matter where they live, to have access to high quality public education. And with this uh, universal voucher system, um, that's not happening. But if their system is failing, if their public school is failing, no to giving them a chance to go somewhere else, like you did. The the schools are failing because we are failing to invest in them. Um, They're being starved of resources. Public schools are failing because they don't get enough money. That's pathetic. Not as pathetic as saying, you know, my parents sacrificed everything uh, to send me to private school. And the last thing I want to do is make it easier on families to send their kids to private school. That's what she's saying. She wants to send it back to this conversation of, well, it's all about we need the proper funding for public schools. Public schools have gotten enough money. 
They don't do a good job with it in many places, and that's why people want another option for their kids. They want better for their kids. And since the money belongs to them and not the school, let them decide where it goes. Katie Hobbs believes the money should belong to the school, and only thing you should get is a public education. You shouldn't have any choices. Once again to her, the answer is, well, you know, um, we don't uh, we don't give these, these, these teachers enough money. We don't give these schools enough dollars. Always about the teachers, always about the schools, not about the students. Always about gun violence, never about anything else. Uh, that video to me is just so remarkable. And Katie Hobbs is not bright. Katie Hobbs comes across as a fool. How she won, beyond me. I know. I'm going to get all the voicemails. It's because she's cheated, Tony. You just won't talk about it. I get those a lot lately. I don't know if it's from the same people or different people. I can't tell because I'm not not tracking who sends the messages. I'm just constantly reminded about how dopey that is. You're right. I don't spend every day talking about election results in Arizona. You're, you win. You win this round. I don't do that. That's absolutely positively true. But I avoid the conversation altogether. Not true. Her being the governor is somehow my fault. Get bent. What? What? You know, it, it's it is so. Strange. I don't share like like hate mail stuff. I don't really get that. But like, I sometimes wonder should I share more of the insane messages that I get with with these people lex- lecturing me. Oh, special, absolutely special. I don't need a lecture about Katie Hobbs. I don't need a lecture to know that it's embarrassing what the people of Arizona have done. And my problem is. I want the people of Arizona to suffer. I love Arizona. I don't know if you know that about me. I went to Arizona State, didn't graduate, but I, I did go to Arizona State for college. I love Arizona. I love mountains. I love spending time in Arizona. I love hiking in Arizona. All of it. Whether I'm in Sedona, whether I'm in the McDowell Sonoran range, wherever I am, I that's it, it, it makes me happy. It really does. It gives me a sense of calm and, and, and comfort and joy. I, I love the West. I'm not moving there. I just love it. Um, I want the people of Arizona to suffer with four years of this uh, woman child, Katie Hobbs. I want them to see what it's like. I want them to know what they voted for. No competence, no strength, nothing but progressive values. Figure it out. Learn from your mistakes. Or get buried by them. Learn from them or get buried by them. And parents, here's uh, the first thing to have learned. She doesn't give a damn about your kids. She cares about your kids' teachers. That's all she cares about. She doesn't care if your kids get an education. She doesn't care if it's quality. She cares that your kids' teacher gets paid more. That's it. Your kid is an ends to a mean. Meanwhile, what is the story with these objects found across the United States? Are they coming from China? What's the latest? 
Retired Major Mike Lyons is with me to break it down. This is Tony Katz today. So we've got objects. Are they balloons? Are they other things? No one seems to tell us. Yeah, we had the spy balloon, uh, the Chinese spy balloon that flew over the United States, but we couldn't shoot that down until it made its way over South Carolina, you know, right once it was over water. But this object over Alaska, we can blow that out of the sky. This object over Canada, we can blow that out of the sky. This object at 20,000 feet over Lake Huron off Michigan, we can blow that out of the sky. So what actually is different since when is joe biden so tough and what are these things never mind the propaganda war that china is getting into tony katz tony katz today it's good to be with you major mike lyons joins us right now retired united states army uh, west point guy you also see him on tv and on radio as a military analyst everywhere Let's take a look at these last three things. The object shot down over Alaska, the one shot down over Canada. The Canadians knew that we were doing it. It was a joint operation. And then most recently, unless, you know, something happens in the next five minutes, uh, over Lake Huron, what exactly are these objects, or at least what are we being told, and how do they differ from the Chinese spy balloon? Yeah, we're not being told a lot. And in fact, the first thing we're not being told is they're even from China. So we don't know specifically what they are. We suspect that um, from from the reports that they are not necessarily spy balloons because they don't appear to be emanating um, the kind of signals that are being sent back. Uh, They don't appear to be threatening anything. The only thing they're doing is threatening FAA commercial airline space, which seems to be the reason that's given. Now, I I would agree that in a post-9-11 world, we've got to be 100% sure what's flying inside that uh, 40,000-foot ceiling and below. And in in this case, these three balloons were in that spot, and that's the reason that they've been given for for shooting them down, which, again, in a post-9-11 world, I think that uh, remains to be seen as as, as got to be first and foremost a rule. Um, But they could be some foundation, you know, uh, with some weather balloon collecting information we just don't know. We haven't been given a lot of information. Frankly, after the first debacle Frank, of, of letting that, uh, that spy balloon across the United States, I, these last three look more political than they do military-related. They don't, they don't appear to threaten anybody within, uh, within the United States or in Canada and the like, but, um, but sending the signal that we're trying to be more aware of as to what's in our, what's in our airspace. I I don't disagree that it could be uh, political, but since we don't know what they are yet, we're not going to, you know, pretend to know. But rather we get into the idea of look at how quick we are to shoot things down, as if there's no other way to take something down. Uh, Mm -hmm. I agree with you, and and I would like to dig in further about whether or not this uh, spy balloon should have been taken down earlier, specifically whether it would be over the Aleutian Islands when I guess it was first really known about, or over Montana when people looked up in the sky and said, hey, look, a giant balloon. Uh, But these other objects, if we're going to follow the Chuck Schumer theory of we had a lot to learn uh, that that the balloon taught us, could these other objects not teach us anything? 
No, they can. And um, the, the the gap in, in our potential defenses at, at uh, that airspace is, is concerning. Uh, we should know what they are. Um, the one over at Lake Huron claimed to have somehow been in, in, in Montana and threatened DOD sites. I mean, that's, that's another excuse that, that was given there. Uh, we could always learn from them. I, I, you know, the, the, when you shoot them down from 20,000 feet, they hit the ground at terminal velocity. There's not going to be a lot remaining uh, if, if there's any kind of equipment there that uh, would likely survive that kind of a crash. Um, but, but again, it remains to be seen what, as to where they are. I know that NORAD is concerned. I had talked to someone who uh, said that, uh, that normally the, the initial balloon was found kind of by the weather folks, and now uh, going forward there, they're going to be much more on the lookout for these things and recognize that, that they, they didn't know what they were. NORAD, by the way, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, talking to Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army. Um, China has engaged in in two different unique tacts, uh, one being uh, Chinese state media laughing at the way Biden has responded. The United States is hysterical in their response to these balloons and shooting them down. And then China states that it's the United States that has launched 10 of these balloons into China. And now you're getting questions asked to people like John Kirby, a spokesman for the Pentagon there, uh, as if somehow this is news. So we're now seeing our news agencies uh, promote Chinese propaganda as opposed to clearly stating that it's Chinese propaganda. Uh, this is this is China 101, is it not? No, it is. And, and we do have some kind of programs with regard to um, balloons. I know that uh, in, in my, about two or three years ago, a lot of this was in the civilian side of the house in terms of the government because it was kind of more weather-based. But then the military realized that they could use balloons as a way to um, skip, let's say, communication uh, across uh, to troops in a faster way as opposed to using satellite technology and stuff. But, um, but sure, we're, we're, we're falling right into this trap of, you know, again, great power competition with trial balloons as China claims that the United States has been doing this. And, and you know, we, we, we likely do have these in the air. The question is whether that they've been flying over China. I would suspect that they're not. Uh, that's not something that, you know, given what, uh, you know, how easy it would be to be caught by something like this, it would not be something that this government would do. It's not, let me, let me make sure I understand you. It's too easy to find a balloon, so there's no way that the Biden administration would send over balloons, or there's no way the U.S. government, the U.S. military, would see a rational sense to sending over balloons because they'd be too easy to find. No, the U.S. military wouldn't do it without permission from an administration. The president would have to make that decision knowing that it would violate that country's airspace. Uh, we do send these drones and balloons in international waters, of course, and are used as a way, not, not in a way that, um, with the, maybe perhaps the Chinese have used them and maybe perhaps that, that they've got a lot more uh, in the air, but uh, it is a tool in the toolbox, so to speak, and they, they were trying to use them more. In fact, um, they were used a couple of years ago in drug interdictions, for example. There were some groups that were trying to use uh, these kind of balloons as a way to communicate and, and send signals out with regard to troop locations for uh, tracking down some drug uh, users that are drug interdictions in from the Coast Guard, for example. But no, I, I don't see us, the government, ever uh, doing this, the military doing this without permission from administration. 
Now to the the other part of it, where you have uh, Chinese media saying that the response from the U.S. is hysterical. As I was trying to explain to some people over the weekend, this is exactly why they the Chinese utilized a balloon because it, it's it's kind of hard to get angry at a balloon, you know. Uh, yeah. it, it it's it's just it's meant to be benign, and so a response is meant to seem over uh, the the top. It, it seems to me that our response to China should be a much stronger one for what they've done. Talk to me about the, the, the forces at play in determination of a response. Well, well first and foremost, uh, the Pentagon was at odds with the administration in the beginning of this with the first balloon because they wanted to see and understand as much about this balloon as possible. I'm told that uh, they used it as a laboratory. They used new um, observation techniques on it and claimed that they inoculated the United States from any kind of damage it was incurring and knowing full well that uh, the Chinese were operating it and, and uh, monitored it from the second it left uh, the China to until it got here. And it was the administration that wanted it shot out of the sky, but the military kind of got its way, and that's where, again, that, that, that trigger flipped to more political and the new protocol is everything gets you know, shot out of the sky initially. So I th- I think that um, I think that the Chinese, from their perspective, look at this and say it's a great you know it's a trial balloon. What, what's it What's it going to be an act of provoc- uh, to to provoke America and get Americans reunited again? Is it it's something like this? And instead, we have a little bit of a partisan divide. Uh, although in this case, maybe both sides have been wondering as to what exactly is going on here and then want to know more about it. But uh, on the politician side, and then we know the military, the military feels China is a, is a very big enemy. Uh, the question is what the American public feel, and it doesn't, doesn't appear that this situation has galvanized American public with regard to being much against China. So I think they're going to continue to do it. I, I want to dig a little bit deeper on that, talking to Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army. You don't think that the American people... Uh, recognize that this balloon, this that that China as as a whole is is really the enemy. Is it is it your contention, uh, uh, your contemporaries' contention, that Americans don't see the issue, don't see the problem, and really see this balloon as a non-event? Well, I think not. You no, know, I I don't, I don't think that we recognize the American public as a whole recognizes the threat that China poses, and and. If you you look at different surveys out there, and they don't really rank China as a as a as a top enemy, so to speak, and there's a lot that has a lot to do with that. But um, unlike the politicians, and unlike the military, and uh, when they look up in the sky, you would have thought that the visual would have been the reality and the political of of that. Look, there's the Chinese government there spying on us and seeing if it does anything. I just don't think that to think that there's been this outrage against China about it. There doesn't clear to be outraged in the rest of the world about it either because China has done this to other countries as well and we know that there were balloons in South America and they had the same kind of situation taking place there so um, I think in, I think in some ways uh, it, if we if it moves forward and we find out that there's fleets of Chinese balloons coming over maybe that will galvanize American the American public into recognizing the threat that China actually is what needs to be the response if 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 you're giving advice um 
you know, there's there's a question as to people like whether or not people like uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin are really committed to providing a response. But I also hear from plenty of members of Congress, Democrats included, that we need to understand what China is is doing. Uh, so what is, as you view it, a proper response here? And does that response change if it finds out if we find out that these other objects shot down over Alaska, Canada and Lake Huron are also Chinese? Does that change what the response should be? Yeah, if they're if they, the other um, ones that have been shot down over Canada and Lake Huron are, come out to be Chinese, that that's a real problem. That's a real infiltration of, of our airspace, especially at the at the at that FAA below forty thousand foot level, which has got to be pristine after nine eleven. Um, so until we find that out, I, I'm not sure what else we could do. As to our response, it just shows we have to do two things. First of all, come up with better over the horizon technology to make sure that. We don't that these things aren't piercing that uh, that veil, and they're not coming from the outside in. Um, if these balloons were launched inside the continental United States or so in 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 North America, from North America, then we've got to do a better job of, of figuring out, analyzing. They still can be coming from enemies. They could be still coming from threats uh, to our country. We've got to do a better job of, of picking them up and spotting them. Uh, as as of over overall, though, I think very clearly the protocol is now. If it's coming from the outside, if we detect it and spot it, it's going to get shot down. Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army uh, television, radio, military analyst. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. We have got more to get to. Find everything TonyCats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today. So Tim Allen is back as Buzz Lightyear. It'll be Toy Story number five. Oh, the money they have made off of that franchise. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything. TonyKatz.locals.com. The phone number 833-468-8669. They had Chris Evans in the movie Lightyear. I guess it was a prequel. And for whatever reason, they put in Chris Evans and they put in unnecessary story arcs and it was too woke and Chris Evans was screaming at people about it. I mean, being ridiculous, just absolutely ridiculous. Chris Evans needs to calm down. Uh, Remember, look, look, uh, you played Captain America. You did it rather well. Um, Let's let's get a little more humble in there. That'd be that'd be a, a good way to go about things. So Tim Allen, or for whatever reason, they didn't use Tim Allen. They used Chris Evans. It was very weird, and they tried to defend it, and they tried to defend the wokeness, and people weren't weren't buying it. They they just were not there for it. It didn't even make any sense to a lot of people. And part of the answer was well, that this is a whole new team that really had nothing to do with the first movies. And there's a quote from Tom Hanks who said of the movie, "I don't understand that," which is. Legit, it, it doesn't make any sense. Neither does the the level of wokeness that Disney puts into things. I won't even go over the Proud family. Oh my goodness, have you heard of this? The Proud family, you want to talk about the wokest stuff. The wokeity woke woke wokest stuff in all the land. These are cartoon character, cartoon characters, I tell you. Uh, and here's a, a group of girls complaining 
that one uh, black man asked um, this white girl out uh, solely and exclusively because she's white and that's somehow uh, a, a, a real, real problem. Miss Proud, the only reason he asked her out is because she's white. Not true. Oh, yes, it is true. Right, Maya? Yup. My cousin said Noah's favorite chocolate is what? No swirls. You're all just jealous that Noah asked me out and not you. It has nothing to do with me being white chocolate. Not that a person can be white chocolate. It has everything to do with you. Okay. I don't know why well, you guys, can't see that it's white. It's an actual show on Disney. By the way, I don't know what kind of character could say not that someone actually could be white chocolate. Of course, you can identify as you see fit. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. What, don't get angry with me. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I, I'm, I'm, I, I am saying I'm delicious. I'm just saying that someone's going to do it. It's going to happen. Why are we somehow shocked or surprised by the fact that it will? This is what Disney has become. This is what Disney can be. You go, you go right ahead. You know, you you go right ahead, and people will still buy Disney stock. You know, they'll they'll see a value. Be like, all right, price will go up. I'll make money, and they're more than welcome to. They're betting on the woke. Feel free. I can't stop you. What I can do is stop going to Disney films, which or stop using Disney Plus. And people did uh, that to an extent. And certainly, stock price went down. I don't know how exactly how well that held. But maybe you don't need the bad press and maybe you just want to make good movies and that's why Tim Allen is back in the Toy Story franchise as the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Now the question is, how many people now show up to the Disney film because he is? Does that film now do better because he's back in it? I don't have an answer. I'll be very curious to see. Will people be like, no, I don't go to see Disney films anymore? Or will they say, well, Tim Allen's in this one. All right, I'll go check it out. That's going to be interesting to see. I think it'll end up doing very, very well. Personally. Find everything. TonyCats.locals.com. TonyCats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz Today.